Hey everyone, welcome to the McNutty's Dimension. I'm Chris McNutt. I'm glad you could stop by the Consciousness Salon. I hope you are all doing well on your human journey as messed up and as beautiful and wonderful as this joint is. It is sometimes tumultuous. It is sometimes not easy to deal with, especially the time of year when it starts to get a little darker, it starts to get a little colder, especially in our northern hemisphere, especially where I live, north of 60 degrees in Yukon, Canada. Uh, but I do love this time of year because, you know, we notice in the cold and the dark that soul scraping element of being alive and Hey, man, it's really popular these days. People are talking about you got to embrace the shadow. You got to do this work to kind of dig in there and root out the rotten stuff. It's like you, we all of us have stuff in the fridge and some like there's a container of leftovers that's rotten and moldy. And there's a few of them sitting in the back of the fridge and we look at them and go, oh, Fuck, I don't want to deal with that. But yeah, eventually you got to yank that sucker off, pop the lid, bang it into the compost, or feed it to the dog or whatever you do with it. And we have that stuff in us. Um, we have it from our own this lifetime. We have it from past lifetimes. Hell, we got stuff in us, people, that is being worked out on a galactic level in the history of humanoid consciousness throughout this galaxy, uh, hundreds of millions of years of unresolved trauma and karma that is still working its way through us. Some say that is the reason why we were created, that, that up to 24 different species of, of ETs combined their DNA in order to create humanity, place us on this pristine, beautiful planet, seed it with all kinds of other amazing life forms and the forests and the oceans and the mountains and the rivers and the trees that we, we live down here, all the animals and creatures. But our job is that we are filter machines. We are this high-powered emotional filter that can take this stuff and we can finally start to work it out, finally let it resolve, let it integrate. So we are integrating our own stuff in this lifetime. We are integrating ancestral trauma, past lives, galactic trauma. So it is, and some of it's not even yours. So don't beat yourself up about it. We just have this job to do to yeah, process it. You know, you come into a human lifetime. It's like, welcome to humanity. Here's your bag of shit that you have to process to the moldy shit of humanoid galactic consciousness, some of it that's sitting in the back of the fridge that you got to get out and dig out and scrape the moldy leftovers out of that container to use that analogy. Again, it's what we're doing, but this time of year, the cold, the dark, I find, I wake up in the morning, a cup of tea, sit on the couch, you know, wrap yourself in a blanket, ponder, contemplate, pray, chant, Notice, meditate, just, you know, whatever helps 
to release some of this stuff as as the the you know the shadow starts to come forward through you know these dark cold times of year and just let it go remember the neutral observer it is such a valuable tool it is so helpful that it's not you on the deeper soul level that it, that is responsible for any of this stuff. Even your human self, your 3D surface level self, this, this identity we take ourselves to be, it's innocent too. It didn't know what the fuck it was doing when it started its life. It never really got proper instructions from your parents, from your teachers, from your friends, anybody. You know, everyone's stumbling around in the dark and, and, and just fumbling around trying to figure this shit out. No one knows what's going on. So even that part of yourself didn't really get good instructions. So of course it's created some weird shit in your life that you have to process, but don't take it all too seriously. Just let it go. You're, you're, you're an innocent being in a lot of ways. Some of this past stuff, the ancestral trauma, past life trauma, it's not you. It's in there in some way, yes, when we go and look, yes, it is there. Yes, you feel it. Yes, you experience it. But through that lens of, of neutrality, if you look at it, it just really helps it pass um, with a lot more ease, with a lot less attachment to it. Just let it go. Just process. Make yourself a cup of tea. Sit on the couch, people. Just let this time of year happen. Let that sort of stuff process. It was this time last year, last November, I've gone through a year of working with a teacher, Z Earthstar Healer, in a course uh, that she called Galactic Shamanism. And I know what you're thinking. It's like, whoa, dude, you must be a galactic shaman by now or something. And it's like, well... Uh, not really. Not even freaking close. But I have done some deeper explorations of some stuff and some concepts, and uh, it has been a very worthwhile exploration and even some realization about some of the deeper stuff that's just in there. Yes, we come in here with like this bag of shit that we have to clear. We come in here with skills as well and experience of lifetimes that you've lived in the past on earth and other places as well. And you bring that wisdom and you bring that knowledge of your past experiences. So it's a bit of an exercise that we do while we're trying to balance out all this crap that we have to deal with. We have deeper skills that we can also access. So I've had the experience of realizing some of that stuff over the past year and it has been uh yeah it's been pretty freaking cool um earthstar.academy is the name of or the website address of z's school check her out she does uh a starseed mission support um every week on youtube anyways it's been um it's been quite an adventure and jackie g Faulkner is a friend of mine who I met through this course who's been going through her own personal exploration with this sort of um, material, uh, this realization that a lot of us are coming online with. It's like, you know, this notion of a star seed, of being some other type of consciousness outside of just our human selves that has kind of popped in here with a bit of a mission to raise the vibration of this joint and to do some of the deeper work to kind of rescue us from this consciousness ghetto that we live in because um, it's a it's pretty ghetto down here people that's like the thugs and the punks and the criminals and the corrupt cops run this joint um yeah 
that's what's going on down here. <laughs> yes, it's beautiful and wonderful, and there's so much joy and love in life, but we are we are not even scratching the surface of of really of what our potential is as humanity. They say we're at we're really just running on two strands of a possible 12 strands of DNA that's in our potential. It's like you got a you got a car, a 12-cylinder engine, and only two cylinders are working. Like we are, we are uh, there's a lot more that we can be doing. Um that was a bit of an aside, but let's just jump into the chat and uh, please join me in a big McNunnius dimension. Welcome to feller, fellow galactic explorer and friend, Jackie G. Faulkner. So Jackie, my galactic friend, it is good to have you here. Hi, Chris. It's kind of a question of like, what does that mean? What kind of galactic friend? Well, we're all friends. We're all friends in the galactic world. And uh, I think we're all discovering that through the joys of technology and uh, just through the, 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 the portals and the groups that are opening now. Um, and I know. The, and we call them portals. Like we portals. used to call them groups. Everything's... Yeah. <laughs> Everything's a portal now. <laughs> My car is a portal to the grocery store, you know? The bus is a portal for, you know, a school portal for kids, you know? It's like everything's a portal. Yep. Yep. Opening up into other realms, possibilities, dimensions, you know, it's all happening. And uh, and it's, it's really exciting. I don't know about you, but I used to want to leave this world, but I'm really thrilled to be here now. I think it's um for me this this notion of thinking about things galactically has been I don't know it's been, almost been a bit of a relief. I don't like I I realize like I look back at stuff I did as a kid and like I was drawing pictures of the planets. I could draw the whole solar system when I was like four years old and like the planets in order and that sort of thing. So, so yeah. And I, and I think like my, my introduction to spirituality went really traditional. I kind of went into Buddhism and I went into yoga and all that sort of stuff and meditation. And there's just putting this galactic flavor on it for me has been like, Oh yeah, that's it. Like, we live in the damn galaxy and there are others here in this galaxy with us. So like, yeah, it just makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it, we're meeting each other through the heart portal. And I think that's the big key shift, you know, nothing's getting forced. And I think when we are in this frequency and, and allowance of the galactic, um, what does that mean? You know, everybody's got their take on that. But for me, it just means that we're actually consciously connecting in now to something so much bigger than just our little teeny weeny human self. And a bit like you, Chris, I, I kind of as a kid, I think we all did probably. It's just now we're starting to recognize the the, the, the sort of the pebbles or the 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 grapes that we've, the breadcrumbs that we've left along the way, you know, that have guided us to where we are now to be able to 
kind of really open up and allow and accept that this this is real. This is the real world, the galactic world that we are all part of is is the real world. And there is life beyond YouTube and <laughs> some of this other pantomime nonsense that's playing out before our very eyes. There's life beyond just what um like lately I've been thinking of it as 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 humanity in a way it's it's like life in a small town. Like we've yeah. grown up in this isolated small town in the country without much of an awareness like we haven't even been to the city to yeah. see what's going on in the city, let alone even going to the other side of the world. We haven't been to Tokyo and we haven't, we haven't seen, you know, Delhi. Like we, we've been in this little isolated small town with the way we think about it. And, you know, like how vast creation and consciousness is, is that yes, we live in this world that is 8 billion people and all this sort of thing, but it's still a small town. And it's like, we're just starting to leave the small town and realizing how big and vast it is out there and how we're a part of it. Yeah, it's mind blowing. And I mean, I'm definitely no scientist or astrologist, um, but I think, you know, there is a fascination when we stand outside and we get under the, the sort of the real beautiful starry sky, which we don't often see so much in the Western world now, unless you really go and seek it out. Obviously, there's a lot of light pollution, particularly like us, we live in the cities here, but and everything's very crammed. So it's it's very difficult to get that really dark sky that is so brilliantly lit by the stars. But I did read something just earlier today that said something like, there was a lot of zeros, <laughs> it was something like 8 billion stars in 8 billion galaxies. And weird, <laughs> I mean, we, you know, it blows my mind when we start computing. I mean, I don't even know how many trillions and billions that actually all adds up to, and it doesn't matter, but it's, it's, it's infinite. And I think when we start to realise that this dot of time that we are here on Earth is such a precious, um, phenomenal experience that is not happening anywhere else, to my understanding, to acknowledge that this is, you know, the, the galactic teams, the galactic helpers are learning from us being down here in form as much as we are leaning into them. And I think there is this real partnership now starting to really happen. And I think the other big bit of the equation really that um, a lot of us have been struggling with, and um, I, I certainly have over over the decades, has been how to how to bring our soul down into earth plane here how do, how do we bring it through our body and um and does it really, even fully want to be here because you know as no. soon as you start opening up i think that's this this challenge because you know like that now we're getting into like the concept of trauma which people are really starting to have a lot more awareness of now it's a traumatic joint down here like you start yeah. opening up to it it's like like we shut down, we close down. We don't want to, we, 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 you know, we have this hesitancy because so much suffering and so much trauma down here. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. And it's heartbreaking. You know, that journey for so many of us has been so deeply painful. I mean, it goes beyond just, you know, a few tears and it, it is so deep rooted, the fear, the pain. It's so multi-layered. It's so multi-complex. And I think so many of us, you know, especially the first, second waivers, you know, we have struggled. We have battled. We have been hiding away in our sort of little individual spiritual caves, doing the work, knowing that there was a calling, knowing that there was a mission, knowing that one day, one day, 
the day would come where we would be, I mean, the phrase that's coming through is called into battle, but I'm kind of reluctant to use that. But it, there is this feeling that that, 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 that battle or that, um, let's say, dance between dark and light on Earth here, is, is that time is now. And I think every starseed, every light worker, every human being is feeling that to some degree or other. And I think more than ever, we are going to start to see, I think this decade for sure, we're going to start to see people scratching their heads. <laughs> it's like the, the window that's been covered in a shop where, you know, it's in transition. And I think people are going to want to, 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 to get clarity and make sense uh, out of the pain, out of the confusion, out of the, what is ultimately the separation, the separation from our own soul self, but also the universe and all our galactic helpers for which we are so deeply honoured that they are here with us and we are here with them. There is this deep portal now opening. I truly feel it in every cell of my body like I have never felt before that is taking us to that place of oneness, that place of where we are all one. We are all united. There is no more separation. It's take. It's taking us there. We're on the road. We're on the road. Yeah. I, I want to back up just a kind of a couple of concepts that came up. Um, first of all, uh, first waivers and second waivers. So for many people out there that aren't listening and are steeped in the starseed lore, you're talking about the idea of uh, waves of star seeds or how shall we say beings from other planes of reality, maybe not those that have been in human consciousness for multiple, multiple lifetimes, and which isn't a bad thing to do because they were star seeds before, but they got hooked into this fear. But that, um, you know, the story is like since like the end of World War II, uh, waves of uh, star seeds, higher dimensional beings have been dropping into the earth plane to help raise the vibration. First waivers, you know, coming in just after World War II, that was the hippie generation that started to shift a lot of cultural stuff, started to bring these notions of love. You know, the, the summer of love was, of, yeah. you know, the hippies, that was first waivers. And then second waivers, um, you and I might be kind of in that second wave sort of category. And then now there's the most recent, the third and the fourth waivers of, of star seeds that are, that are coming through that, um, it's really sort of remarkable if you've met any, any of the young ones that are, that are there, um, you know, that, yeah, that this is the journey. And you spoke about some of the first waivers, second waivers like us have been sitting here for the last 50 years kind of going, what the yeah. fuck is this place? <laughs> just trying to like, yeah. just trying to Trudging muddle on. our way through it, <laughs> yeah. figuring out yeah. how to be a kid and a teenager and have families and just deal with the trauma in front of us in the moment without yeah. having to address the bigger mission that we're here to raise the vibration of consciousness. And as you say, it's almost, it's feeling a little like a, it's feeling like a little bit of a battle or it's time to kind of, uh, you know, get the game on. Yeah. And I think, I think you're, you're so right. And I think you explained that, that brilliantly, Chris, and I think we're now at a time where so many of us have been, uh, really in hiding or just beavering away, doing our own thing, knowing that, you know, like I said before, this day will come. But I think now it, we have reached almost a tipping point where 
we just can no longer, no longer stay separated in our own little dens, in our own spaces, in our own communities. I mean, now we're talking about communities finding communities. It's no longer about an individual finding a community. We're now talking about collaboration on an epic scale, people coming together. And I think we're only able to do this because um, the first, second waivers have come in. I always see them as like the snowplow drivers. They're the ones that've had the heavy lifting, the big digging, the clearing the way. And as you say, these sort of third and fourth waivers coming through, they're phenomenal. You know, the young people that are on our planet today are just coming in with living and I think a really profound um, sense of justice. And I think this is really crucial to where we're moving into, um, where we're moving forward. Yeah. And I think, you know, for so many of us, the first, second waivers in particular, you know, it, it has been a lonely ride. And it's been a lonely ride for such a long time, you know, for pretty much most of our lives. Most of us didn't fit in at school. Um, you know, most of us then didn't keep down what you would call a regular job or any particular one job. You know, we were kind of stumbling around thinking, career? Do I want to do it? Nah, I'd rather travel. I'd rather go and have fun. You know, there was just a sense of, I don't want to be tethered. I don't want to be run by rules, regulations, policies, procedures, you know, and I think most star seeds that are on the planet now would recognize themselves somewhere amongst all that, um, you know, rule breakers, rebels, that kind of thing. And I think. Yeah, and even not, not in this, my, like my own experience, it's not even really like being an asshole about it. No. It's just <laughs> like a shoulder shrug of just kind of like, yeah, yeah whatever, that's like. That's just like, you know, it just doesn't hold any weight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of us, you know, going back to our really early years, I mean, for me, and you're probably the same, Chris, I was back at school 40 odd years ago. Um, and, you know, I, I know that I was leaving my body back then. I mean, I was having some phenomenal experiences with spirit coming in through me then. I can remember being asked by a teacher to read a passage out of the Bible. And I could see she was going round the room and I thought, oh, shit, it's going to be me. She's going to ask me. And I did not want to speak out loud. And I thought she's going to ask me. She's going to ask me. Of course, she asked me. Well, I can only say that a voice came through me. Um, and it was my grandmother's voice. Everybody sitting in the room, as far as they were concerned, it was Jackie that was speaking. But it was an eloquence. There was a, 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 an intonation. There was a, a, a rhythm that came through on those words that I can only say was angelic. It was from a higher being. And, and that was my first kind of, I mean, I must have been about 14 then. And that must have been my first real experience of going, holy crap. <laughs> I'm kind of looking behind me going, whoa, did nobody else hear that? Did anybody else hear that? Um, and that never leaves you. You know, that's really powerful stuff. And then when you start going up to cemeteries and you're, you know, hanging out with your your grandparents who are, you know, six feet under, and but you know you're connecting with them still. They may not be here on earth, but you but 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 there is a presence. You know, when you become aware that you are not alone in that sense. But in the same breath, your journey as a human feels very lonely, then that leads to a lot of confusion, a lot of suppression, a lot of depression and, and, and repression, ultimately, that, you know, suppressing ourselves. We hold ourselves hostage because we don't know where to go. We, we feel so alone with that. And I feel so excited that those days are gone. Those days are over. And we are now finding liberation 
you know, for for the whole of humanity. But we are finding this liberation within ourselves too, because we are coming together. We are finding each other. Communities are finding other communities. And we are realizing, really starting to realize just how separated we have been from our soul self and just how painful, how deeply painful. I think most of us have been running this on this continuum of anxiety from low level to to really high level and when we look at the 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 kids coming through now you know we have these phenomenal um beings of light in line with the new portals the energies that are streaming through but also you know some of the kids that um have continued to be labeled as let's just say misfits but we know that they are just high vibing beings. You know, they are on the autism spectrum um, and, and, and ADHD and all these other labels that society wants to put on them. That the old so, way of thinking, it's like it's so you know, old. the old yeah. 20th century and, you know, before that is trying to make sense of something that's completely new and the models just don't even fit. No, these 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 guys are great teachers as far as I'm concerned. They're phenomenal teachers in helping us find new ways, uh, new new creative ways that we can support humanity. And they are also bringing in new codes that are allowing us to tap into our, or teaching us how to tap into our compassion, how to really care for people because no two people, well, no two people are of the same pod, but in the same breath, we're all of the same pod, which I know is a, is a juxtaposition in it seems so. But, but because we are now moving into this portal of, wholeness you know is there i think there comes this um realization that at some point along your own journey your own inner journey there there has to be a self acceptance there has to be and i think until you are able to actually fully own and fully accept your own truth of who you are um it, it's a bumpy ride it's a really bumpy ride because you you know and, and i have been there for many years struggling thinking what i just don't get this world i don't fit in yeah and i think i think we've we've <laughs> tried to we've tried to fit in in yeah. a way like we've tried to go to what was there it's not that humans haven't been spiritual explorers since their inception so there there's a lot of uh, systems. There's a lot yep. of religions. There's a lot of, uh, you know, practices and modalities that are here, but I don't know. It, it they didn't seem to totally work for this new vibration that's kind of coming in. It's like, there's parts of them that are like, yeah, okay. I, yeah. Meditation's good. And like a lot of the concepts, a lot of the concepts are ancient. You know, a lot yeah. of these things come off planet from like the vegan mystery schools that have been ripping around the galaxy for hundreds and hundreds of millions of years. So it's not like they're not steeped in that tradition, but it seems like there's some old way that just doesn't seem to be working. So yeah. this new reimagining that's going on or this, you know, taking the old and kind of, oh, well, we just need to tweak it and we need to kind of like, we'll take We'll, we'll we'll take the essence out of it, but we can throw away all this dogma and all these rites, rituals, traditions, and stuff. And I think I think now we're finding the comfort. Now it's like, ah, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Now this kind of this kind of works for me. We all sat in churches and things like that at yeah. a younger age, and went, yeah. "What the fuck is this? Yeah. This doesn't make." <laughs> there's no connection yeah. going on, no. but now. No because we're kind of almost like blowing it up and taking the pieces and putting them back together in all these different ways of 
shamanism, mysticism, galacticism, you know, and it's, it's, it's helping now. Now it's like, ah, okay, this, this works. Yeah, I think there is a real sense of ease when you can move into that space. And I think what we're also starting to really realize is that it is not about queen bees and kingpins and me being any better than you or you being any better than me, either because I'm a female and it's all about the divine feminine just now or because you're a male and that's been the patriarchal system that we've all grown up under for hundreds, thousands of years. But it is actually about a togetherness and it's actually about us all being equal and us all being, and I mean, I used to hear this in my student um, yoga days all the time, you know, we're all the students, we're all the teachers. And I kind of got that at the time. I sort of thought, yeah, yeah. But it, but it really was just rhetoric at the time. But now I feel it. And I think this is the big difference where, where we are at now and where we're really deeply moving into is the sense of feeling. And I think that's the that's what we've come here to Earth for, you know. It's it's, it's to to move. I mean, this is all perfectly in line, and you know. And as I said before, I'm not an astrologer by any stretch of the imagination, but um, you know, most of us are aware that we're now moving into this new age of Aquarius that is technologically led. Yeah, but I'm an Aquarius, and it's yeah. like so much in my head. I don't know if it's my maleness or it's you right. know, Aquarius is an air sign, and you know, I've I've a been a thinker since day one and intellectualize and put it up into the mental space and spin it around. So yeah, as you said, the exercise, we're going into the heart space where, you yeah. know, we're moving from third chakra up into the heart space and we're having to feel stuff. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll speak. I'll put my hand up and speak for the males around here where we're going <laughs> like, whoa, what is this? <laughs> Whoa, this is, this is how you do You just feel it. You don't just think it, about yeah. it. You just you just yeah. feel this stuff. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's what you do. You just feel it. <laughs> yeah, and it's so interesting you say that because for me personally, I've been the other way around. I've felt all my life, but I've struggled to be in my head. And so I've been running programs of um, failure and, um, you know, life is really difficult and um, I'm not good enough, which I know are incredibly prevalent throughout humanity. I know. Yeah, I'm because you grew up in the age where it's like we're taught to think. We went to school. Yeah. You got to be a thinker. Absolutely. You got to do well yeah. in math. I mean, think about yeah. all the people that had yeah. to sit there in math class and go, what the fuck is this stuff? And, oh, you know, yeah. you, you're not good enough because you're not passing math class. And it's like, yeah. yeah. But and, and life was so linear, you know, like back then, I mean, I was at a boarding school and so everything was bells, like literally we were run by bells. So we would we would have a bell ringing in our ear telling us it was time to wake up. We'd have another bell telling us half an hour later it was time to get over to breakfast. We would have another bell tell us it's time to finish your food now. Breakfast is finished. Another bell telling us it was going to it was time to get ready for school. Another bell 15 minutes later saying school is starting and this is how the day went seven days a week even on a Sunday time for letter writing time for prep bells ringing and so no Damn. wonder yeah I mean and so you know when we are creative beings and we feel I hated every fucking single bell that went off and I still hurt bells today bell trauma you bell got trauma. Bell PTSD <laughs> You know, because to me, it signaled that my freedom was getting taken away. 
I was being told where to go, what to do, how long I could do it for. Now I was to stop doing that and to start doing something else. My world, my, my, my soul did not like that. My soul rebelled and my soul left my body. And so I struggled. I struggled to be in class. I, you know, and I was, I was classed as maybe not the naughty kid, but, um, I, you know, there was a few letters went home. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Because I just wanted to be out playing sports. I wanted to be free outside. I wanted to be out adventuring. I did not want to be sitting in a classroom chanting times tables and Latin. You know, that bored the crap out of me. Oh, my God. So, uh, hopefully, hopefully that's done. Hopefully, oh, like, we're, hopefully yeah. we're beyond that. You yeah. know, like we can just tell our grandchildren or they can yeah. read stories about the days when we used to have to sit in school and chant multiplication yeah. tables. You know, hopefully we're, we've turned that corner, you know, because yeah. I think the kids that are coming in now, they, they don't really stand for that. I, I know no. some young starseed kids that they're not, they're going to school and they're not even really doing anything there because they're like, what is this place? What's this yeah. building full of adults telling me all this bullshit? Like, it's just yeah. not clicking at all for them, you know? And no. so, because they're so authentic in, in the, who they are, that the, the vibration just does Indeed. not match. And they're just like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of people, this, this whole COVID thing has been a real opportunity. You know, it, it, it's been a real, um, exercise in do we want to carry on going down into the, the the deep dark fear or do we want to go do you know what there's an incredible opportunity here to re-educate all of us to educate in a way that actually is deeply meaningful for every single human being on this planet not a system not a a, a a method that is really just training people for economic workforces of the future, but actually allows for every single individual on this planet to reach their potential in, in, in whatever way lights their fire. Out of a van that is loaded with crystals, backed up and ready to go. Out of some portals. Out in the desert, a place that nobody knows We're using Discord, we're using Facebook We got a Telegram group We're doing cleanses, full body detox It's coming out in our poop This ain't no festival, this ain't our yoga This ain't no fooling around or crystal therapy I ain't got time for that now You know, and I really believe that when we are able to create that kind of um, environment for, for all of our ages I mean, you know, who the hell wants to be in a cubicle as an adult with fluorescent lights and not even seeing a cloud outside. You know, I think we really have to look at all aspects of our world and pretty much turn pretty much everything 180 degrees you know, and really start feeling into what it is we are trying to create here on earth. Why are we here? Who, who are we? And 
what can we do? And I think one of the big things, um, I mean, you and I have talked about this before, but I think for one of the big things so often um, has been missing is is our joy. And I think, you know, a lot of us have struggled with the density of this planet. And or just, just even the allowance that there's a system there that allows you to follow your joy. That's got beat out of us when we were young. Yeah. It was like, no, yeah. you got to do this. You got to yeah. get a job. Yeah. You got to pay your taxes. Yeah. You got to like, you know. That got joy was like maybe yeah, if you're lucky, something you can do on the weekends, but yeah. the rest of the time it's like, you know, it's work and toil. And yeah, and you know, I th- I think life was a lot more nasty, brutish, and short in a lot of ways, uh, you know, in the human sphere of, of you know, the past millennium. So we're kind of popping out of that with a little bit of affluence and a little bit of, uh, you know, abundance. And yeah, it's time to really kind of go down to the heartstrings of the soul and start, you know, that playing that harp of joy that's in there and and following that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think a really big part of that is being able to do that without judgment. You know, I think up until now, it's, you know, that, I mean, this was particularly prevalent in Scotland and the further north you went, um, the more prevalent it became was this whole, you know, adult saying to kids, run along and and play, run away, run along, run away and play, you know, get away from under my feet. And it was very much a sense of, you know, um, play is over there. And actually the real work stuff is here. And this is the important stuff, what the adults are doing and what um, you are kind of annoying me, you are in my way. And so there was a separation from a very early age for, for, very many young children um right the way through their 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 teenage years and beyond of my parents don't know how to love me i mean this was not necessarily my experience i've got very loving parents who i'm very fortunate they're still around today i had a great childhood but i know listening into um my parents and their stories of kids particularly my father's that you know it, there was this whole energy around um, really, what was the separation? And I think we grew up, a lot of us, or, or, or know of our ancestors that grew up with this feeling of desperate loneliness, desperate emptiness. And life is toil and work. Life and is just... toil and work. And, and I don't mean this whole podcast to be heavy, but I think we are really recognizing this transition like never before on this earth. We are now as you have quite rightly said, I believe, moving away from these heavy, lower, joyless, all work, no play, into what can I feel can only be incredible opportunities where we are basing them on our passion, where we are connecting with each other at a soul level, where we are um able to create phenomenal changes on this earth in ways that, and I think this is the key point for me, at least on my journey where I am now, is finding ways that are of ease, finding ways that are of ease and grace. And what does that really mean? Well, it means we ditch all the hard work. We've been told that life has to be hard and complicated. Work hard, then you can play. What, when you're 65? When you've retired, you have to work all those years? No, no. 
we play now. We play now in the moment. We have fun. And that's not to say that we don't have bumps in the road. Of course, we have challenges and of course we have hiccups. But I think if we can come into a space within our own, um, well, our own hearts and our own everyday worlds, that no matter if you're well, in my case, I'm a stay-at-home mum, so a lot of my life is emptying the dishwasher and humdrum kind of family stuff. But if we can come to a space where we're not bolting on our play and not um, working hard so that we can try and find 15 minutes at the end of the day to play, whatever play means for you, if we can integrate these new frequencies of um, profound, profound self-love, profound self-acceptance, then we can um, really free ourselves, really liberate ourselves and allow ourselves to play down here on earth. That for me is new earth. That for me is goes a long way to the abundance and the freedom. Um, and the irony is that we're more productive. Like yeah. the, 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 yeah. the, the ideology that was hammered down our throats where you just have to work and yeah. you have to effort everything in order for success is Indeed. like, no, if you flip it and if you go with ease and you go with joy and yeah. let that lead you, you are going to have even greater success because yeah. not only will you produce in your life that which needs production, because it was always back to you got to work or you're going to freaking die was <laughs> kind of the messaging that was going to happen. Yeah. No, but to some extent it, yeah. it was, you know, yeah. life was yeah. a little more nasty brutish and short. And so, you know, yeah. people had to get up in the morning and work like demons. And, and a lot of people in the world still do. This yeah. is, you know, we're, we're talking from our first world seed of uh, abundance and some affluence here, but there's still a lot of that going on in the world. People have to work um, a lot harder um, than, than I do at this point in my journey, but just flipping it and working with the joy and working yeah. with the ease also raises the whole vibration and bam, you, you also have productivity and, and yeah. you also have new systems and the way the world works. And so, yes, I find it this refreshing breeze coming in with the younger people, yeah. call them star seeds, call them the millennials, the, the new generations like, no, we're not going to go to some boring ass corporate job or we will, <laughs> but these are the terms that so we're going to yeah. do it. And we also need this. We also need that. And it has to fulfill me and it has to fulfill my soul. I have to feel like I'm doing meaningful yeah. work or I'm out of here. It's like, fuck it. I'm gone. And yeah. they are, they're just like, I'm gone. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're going to, you're going to keep me down. I'm out of here and I'm going to go be somewhere else. Um, you know, like in my, in my own life, I'm currently unemployed. You know, like from gainful, like I used to have a, a job that I, I went to and I have two sisters and we're all in our fifties and we're all kind of unemployed at the moment, taking these breaks. Like we consciously yeah. left our jobs and said, screw it. Like, we don't want to do this anymore. I got to go figure something out else out. And it's like our mother of this different generation. She's like horrified, embarrassed <laughs> that, you know, she's got three 50 year old children who are yeah. unemployed, you know, yeah. intelligent, you know capable people who have chosen not to work. Dropouts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she's battling this because she yeah. comes from a different 
you know, like my sister recently quit her job. I was like, hell yeah. It was like, congratulations, <laughs> way to go. You know, move with the joy and the ease. And, yeah. you know, it leads to the, it's the special sauce. It leads to the promised land. Yeah, I think so. And, and I think, you know, look, it can take courage. You know, and I'm not sitting here saying, oh, everybody should go. Absolutely. All our programming's going in the other direction. That's all we've learned. We didn't yeah. sit down in kindergarten class where they said, go with joy and ease and everything will work out. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah. pay your taxes, get a job, you know, sort of thing. And the systems too of like mortgages and pay yeah, the rent. And exactly. You need money to survive and support your family. Yeah, it's, it can be a big, scary world out there without some coin so yes you're absolutely right courage paramount yeah i think so and i think you know it's being able to talk you know going back to what you were saying sort of starting to feel with your heart and and speaking on behalf of a lot of the guys out there you know i think to for 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 us as as women for us as human beings to accept that it takes courage and to you know this this all leads me back to really the truth of who we are and 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 why we're here and it for me it really is deeply connected to uh, I'm just sort of feeling into the kind of exact words that I want to say and share but it it really is a depth of um integrity and authenticity and sincerity and compassion and it's it's all of these things that if we can ex- allow ourselves, and this takes the courage, if we can allow ourselves to really be who we are on the deepest depths of our inner being, if we can express that out into the world, then for me, that's that's the real mission. Because that is our thread. That is our unique thread that we are here to weave. And I think for so many of us, it's been shoved down. It's been shoved in a cupboard. It's not been allowed to come out and play. It's, um, you know, it, and, it, and it takes courage. I can remember when <clears throat> for many years, I felt like I was in the spiritual cupboard because I thought, I can't go into the school playground and talk to other mums about this stuff. They're going to think I'm bonkers. And so you just kind of, you know, carried on doing it myself. So there was this kind of outward persona. Um, and then there was this actual, for me, that was the real Jackie, the inside. And now those two are one. Now those two are are merged. It's just been the journey and they have brought me now to a space where, yeah, there's times where it still can be a bit nerve wracking speaking out, um, speaking out in public. But it's becoming much more accepting and it's becoming, you know, it, it, much more everyday language. It's a bit like the vegan movement. If you think maybe 20 years ago, I, I think we, we talked about this before too, Chris, you know, you were considered weird if you went into a vegan health shop or you went into a health shop to find vegan food, you know, you would be. You were thought to be weird if you meditated 20 years ago, 20, 30 years ago, meditation was weird. It's mainstream. They teach it in schools now. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I, you know, it really excites me, the potentials of what the spaces we can be creating with our kids, with our kids, not, 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 to our kids, but with our kids moving forward. Um, you know, we've seen it in architecture with the actual buildings. You know, they've started to bring in more light and plants and all this. Kind of, we've seen that over the years. 
But that's just the tip. You know, really, we want to be able to really value the, the the threads that every single individual on this planet is 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 bringing to this earth and we can only do that if we are in a place of full open heartedness ourselves because otherwise we're only half listening and otherwise we're only just half kind of pretending that oh yeah 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 your soul stuff yeah yeah you need to pr- play and you need to create oh yeah but actually back to work you know and we're kind of half assing <laughs> at it so I think, you know, that we each and every single one of us have this responsibility, no matter what age we're at or stage, what our journey has been. But every single human being on this planet has a role to play. And I think we need but to... I, I, I think also the role we have to play is, is in order to be open hearted, we have to go inner and we have to look at our own stuff. Absolutely. The reason why yeah. we will, we shut ourselves down, we shut other people down yeah. and say, you know, come on, grow up, get real, go get a job, go pay your taxes, um, is because it's, it's an internal journey that we have to first, we have to do that. And Indeed. then we will be open hearted and open minded yeah. enough to accept it happening, happening in others, or else we fall back into judgment and criticism yeah. and, um, you know, keeping, keeping others down from their joy, their ease, their bliss, but we have to explore it ourselves first. And really this comes down to Maybe another theme of what's going on now, realizing that it's internal individual work that is the key to this new kind of revolution or whatever you want to call it, because we we, we have this tendency, oh, I'm going to go fix the world. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to be external. I'm going to go fix this system. I'm going to go fix this something out in the world. And, you know, this kind of flip 2012 moving into the age of the feminine or whatever you want to call it is like, it's, it's internal. Like that's where yeah. you got to go. That's where you have to start. That's yeah. where you do that work. Open your own heart, come face your own demons, your own blocks, your own programming, yeah. all the stuff you've been told your whole life that doesn't work um, and kind yeah. of discard that. And then you can venture out into the world and start to function. Yeah. And I think, you know, we, you can't get this wrong. And I, you know, I hear people all the time kind of going, oh my God, I've been at this for so long. Or I think there is this real danger at the moment because we're so info-led and because the way technology is just so in our faces 24-7 that we have lost our way of discernment. And we have also, um, it's very easy, I think, to go into spiritual overwhelm. You know, we've come from this place of human overwhelm of it's been all work, no play. But I think we are now also um, potentially moving, well, I think I, I see it, that we are in this space of spiritual overwhelm, of people signing up for every course, every workshop. And I have been there. I have been a workshop course spiritual junkie. You know, I, I put my hands up to that. And and nothing is ever wasted. Um, you know, it all has its part to play because eventually you you sort of move beyond that. And where does where does all this stuff take you? Well, it takes you right back home to yourself. Of course it does. So, you know, I think um, we are our own gurus. And I think that does take great courage to actually come into that space within your own heart, within your own head too, because we need both. And I think within your own embodiment of your soul on this earth to actually acknowledge to yourself, I am enough. 
and listen am, to that too, right? We have to do. Really we have to train ourselves to listen to that voice rather than the yeah. programming that we've been Indeed. taught, the schools and parents and society and Absolutely. all that's been. You know, there's 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 a whole bunch of background noise that's that's popping in. And when you say, "Oh, we are our own guru," of course, you know the the concept of the holographic universe where every infinitesimal part contains the magic and the wonder of the whole. So we too have the spark of the, you know, deepest divine is in us, but it's, it's learning how to listen to it. Yeah. It's learning how to, yes, listen to it and, and follow that without following the programming of all the other stuff that's been stuffed into our heads and down our throats for all this uh, time. So I think the kids that are coming in now, they're lucky because we're not programming (laughs) them in the same way. Or they're just Uh, even, they just have these natural blocking mechanisms where they go, well, that's a bunch of crap. I'm just not even letting that in. You know, that they they come in with this almost like natural shielding to the crap, to the bullshit shield. A whole new frequency. And and they're able to just like right from the get-go start just follow their heart, follow their own uh, intuition. You know, all all these kind of words, concepts, and and they're just, they're kind of like good to go. In ways that perhaps we weren't, I wasn't, I know I wasn't anyways, no. I was susceptible to all of that. Absolutely. I'm just trying to dig myself out of that hole now, 50 years later. Yeah, ditto. Yeah. And I think, you know, we really have to sort of also, I believe, get to a place where um, we really value everybody. It doesn't matter what age you are. You know, some newborn babies, some of them are the, the most brilliant teachers. They really teach us and remind us of the innocence of who we all are at source, you know, and right through to the elders that are on this planet. You know, I think everybody has um, a a thread of wisdom, threads of wisdom that... Deeper than that, everyone's divine. Everybody is... (laughs) Completely divine, wildly divine. Yeah, they, we are really these organic um, energies, these these creatures of. I mean, it, it, actually, and this is a really interesting thing for me. This has been a big part of my journey. Is I have often struggled with the verbal word, and I used to find that trying to actually nail something with the right word was 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 and still is um, often tricky for me. And what I've realized is it's because we are so divine that we are so much more than what words can express. We are um, these creations of just a phenomenal, infinite potential that, that we just do not have words in the vocabulary to, to adequately describe it. And um and so instead of feeling that we're, or, or I'm possibly not articulate enough, or maybe a, a failure not being able to explain who I fully am at source, actually, what I am now really, really feeling into is it doesn't have to always be the big stuff. It doesn't always have to be about how you verbally express your path, your mission, your um, truth. It's actually about the, f- the frequency you, you, you actually emit out into the, the, the galaxies, the world, the universe, the planet Earth. It, it's about your everyday moments of, for me, it's big about eye contact, smiling, uh, helping, showing willing, 
showing compassion. These these small but very significant things are equally a, a massive part of our our humanness. It, it's about that that blending of the the divine, the spiritual, the perfection, the um, the innocence, the, the 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 divineness that we all are. And bringing that down into our everyday realities in in ways that can be big, we can. Some of us might have big missions out there to. But most up, of it is small, as you said. Most, most of, of it our is very life small. Is small, and that is that. For me, those small touches um, can be incredibly significant about helping our human race to connect not only to each other but with the animals with the plants with the rocks with the minerals with the earth um with the sky these these small moments of just simply looking up at the sky and connecting with the sun with the solar rays or looking down at the earth and seeing daisies and dandelions instead of weeds but actually it's phenomenal abundance that for you're me an, is You're truth. an old Taoist. You got to like, <laughs> none of this galactic new stuff. This is, you're like old school Taoist I'm an Earth here. Mama. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but it's bringing it all, isn't it? It's bringing, it's bringing the galactic meets the Earth, Earth meets the galactics. And us humans, I feel, are in the middle of all of that with this sort of center point of all of that at the moment, at this point in our revolution. Upload the live stream to YouTube channels Make sure it reaches the woke The algorithms, well they can't touch us When we say jab in the poke We're doing grid work with the Sasquatch They like the apples we bring We got kombucha and spirulina And water straight from a spring why do a sweat lodge? Why read the power of now? We're clearing past lives. We're clearing J-Seals. I ain't got time for that now. And back to this concept that we started the conversation with, this conversation of galactics, where what I'm finding, like, in my own sort of description or experience of intellectualizing this concept where, you know, we've gone from small town earth where we think, Oh, we're just on this rock and it floats around the sun. And, you know, and, and, and that um, now like these beings that we're kind of coming in contact with their galactics. Well, we're galactics too. Like yeah, everything, indeed. it takes place in the galaxy. You know, yep. like we, we, we're even putting this concept out there. Oh, there's these beings, there's Pleiadians and Lyrans and yeah. Syrians and yeah. Arcturians. And we've, we've, we starting to understand their names and a little bit of their qualities and their characteristics, but yeah. we're, we're that too. Absolutely. Like, and they are us and we all, are them. Yeah. But they live on a planet somewhere and we live on a planet over here. Like we're mm -hmm. all galactics and we're all combined. And I think this is part of the next phase of evolution that we're going through on the yeah. planet that we're leaving the small town and we're realizing, oh, yeah. actually we're a part of this bigger thing and, and we are it and it is us. It's not yeah. this separate thing. Like when UFOs yeah. come or you know, they, they land and it's like... 
that's kind of, that's, that's us. We're, we're all kind of one of the same thing. The neighbors just came to visit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And I think we used to, you know, on our spiritual path, those of us that have been around a wee while, I think we used to think that there were these things that were far superior to us, these energies, these beings of light that were all hail down to them, all power to them. We are just merely human beings on our path, trying to find our way. Um, and, and we need these incredible beings. Yes, we do need these incredible beings, but equally, they need us. And I think you're so right that we are merely um, aspects of each other. And, and I think when you can wrap your head around that and open your heart to that, then you really start to see the potentials that we can create on this earth. Then you really start to feel into um, a phenomenal new way of living that perhaps we've only ever dreamt of, but you start to really truly feel and trust that this can happen on this earth. That that you know when you when you step into a space that um, I mean I believe all the angelic beings, um, the the galactic helpers, the, all the plants, the rocks, everything. Everything is aspects of us and we are aspects of them. And it's a very simplistic view. I realise this is the kind of view you could maybe explain to a five-year-old. They probably explain it better, <laughs> these kids these days. But I, and, and I do appreciate it's a very simplistic view. Um, however, for me, simplicity is key moving forward too. I think bringing it down, I think it's us humans that make life very complicated. And I think when we're able to distill down to what source love, source truth, as divine beings, what we really truly are, it's, it's you know, I've started using this phrase more and more, we are exquisitely simple, exquisite, but we are simple in the term that it's, that it's, it's breathtaking just how um, simple our world is and yet how complex we have well, I let. think we also have to keep in mind the the complexity and the and the brilliance and, and the expansion of brilliance, it because yeah. I think we've been suffering also from a lack of imagination, you know, in, in humanity. I think our religions and these uh, you know dominant uh, worldview descriptions about who we are as a species, how this works around here, um, like absolutely, there is simplicity that is in our soul, that is in our heart, and how we interact, and we can do this in a simple way. But um, I'm also coming to the place where embracing the complexity and and, and just expanding yeah. with a imagination how big how vast how infinite it yeah. is out there how many beings exist um on this planet out uh, like it's just the vastness of it and the appreciation for it i also think is an exercise for humanity to do at this moment to embrace yeah the the magic and the wonder of of how large this is and how, you know, we are just this little part, but, you know, at the same time, we also have the pure magic of it all within us as well as divine sovereign creator beings. And we can, we can interact at a much higher vibrational co-creative way with it all than we have in the past. Like the humans on our knees cowering and praying to these bigger entities called gods that if yeah. we don't say prayers, right, they're going to just with go like, to hell. <laughs> yeah. Or they're going to make your life miserable. It's like, yeah. sorry, your cows are all going to die because 
because you didn't say these words to me yeah. correctly. You know, <laughs> plague like of we, locusts we, is coming. <laughs> yeah, we, we've kind of lived under this yeah. this sort of cloud that, the, that there's yeah. these big powerful beings. If we don't pray to them right and honor them and yeah. that sort of thing, they're just going to like snap their fingers and our life's going to be shit. You know, <laughs> and it's like no, <laughs> we create our we create our lives. We're we're the yeah. creator essence Creators, that make yeah. our lives how it is. And yeah. so I, I think that's a great realization that we're like, it's, it's coming to the, to the fourfold simple. Yes. But it's also complex And the complex to me is what's also so beautiful and, and brilliant about this design that, that we're immersed in. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all of that. And that is, um, yeah, I completely agree with the, the, the complexity, and and I don't think we'll ever wrap our heads around all that. It's just, it's just, it's just infinite. We just, we will never. The limitations of our mind will never understand and compute all of that. But but what we can start to um, allow ourselves, I guess, is the journey for me at least is allowing ourselves to accept all of that, all of it, and there is the wholeness. It's not trying to find um, either the simplicity or the complexity. It's 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 allowing all of it and accepting all of it for for what it is, for the bits that we understand and for the bits that we don't understand, and for the bits that we will never understand as human beings. Um, and I think this this acceptance allows us then to kind of move into the moment, which so many, you know, religions and historic teachings and yoga, Vedic teachings have all told us be in the moment, be in the moment. But we've never really been, I don't think, able to fully understand what some of these terms mean. You know, we've never actually been able to fully experience being in because the moment. Because it's an individual thing, right? Absolutely. Back to, the, back to yeah. you only understand it as an individual. Completely. I think we're also sitting in this time where we, we want, oh, we want to be in the new earth and we want this yeah. new level of human consciousness where all humans are at some place. It's like, no, all humans are never going to be at a place. It's, it's individuals are going to be at a personal individual place in relationship with it and that's where the experience is yeah and i think we're, we're we're you know this all ties into us coming into the you know communities meeting communities and each of us giving each other a leg up each of us supporting each of us loving each of us helping it's it's you know we're, i really feel we're moving away from this um right rest of the world you help me get up and then i will preach and teach to you because i'm the expert you know, though for me, those days are gone. They were 3D, 4D. Now I feel we're moving into a space where we are all helping each other. And however that looks like, whether it's just we support each other with um, community groups in the moment chats so that people can just go, I'm finding this really difficult or I've just seen a beautiful pink sky and I want to express that and share that with you across the world. Um, you know, whatever it is, right through to, um, well, I mean, cryptocurrency. I know you've had Warwick on here talking about cryptocurrency. And there's some phenomenal New Earth projects starting to, I mean, I don't even know half of it. Um, through community, with community, through community, as you're saying, being the, the foundation. Being the foundation. And, and people really sort of really tapping into their creational aspect of who they are as a divine being too. And so all these untapped potentials are really starting to and they're coming online fast they're coming on really fast um and so you, you know 
It's just and also non-competitive in a way. Like I think even exactly. if you kind of look back to the history of religions, we're kind of like competing yeah. against yeah. each other. No, we're right. We're right. No, we're right. And I think yeah. we're moving into like everything's right. You yeah. find out what's right for you. You want yeah. to, you know, whatever the spirituality is, whatever your whoever you are, whatever your expression is, it's all right. Yeah. And we are all going to, you know, as long as it is kind and considerate and compassionate or, you know, we can even hold space for the expressions that aren't that way, knowing that it's just something that needs to express and heal and move its way through. But yes, we're just trying to, let's accept all of it in, uh, you know, one big community rather than divide and conquer or no, we're better than you. My tribe's better than your tribe. My tribe's going to compete with your tribe for resources. No, let's just all share what we have. And absolutely. Yeah. 100%. All that stuff and more. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And with that, then, you know, it lessens the struggle. It it lessens the, the struggle of people trying to do it all by themselves. You know, it it moves the goalposts in a way that is much more manageable when people come together and it enables people to then um, bounce off each other and actually allows more freedom within their own everyday lives, whether that's with families or sport or whatever it is that go walks in nature, whatever is their thing, it allows more freedom, it allows more time, it allows more self-connection, more self-reflection. And I think it just lessens this struggle and overwhelm, physical overwhelm and spiritual overwhelm now for so many. It it enables people to kind of go, oh, oh, this is fun. This is lighter. I can do this. I can do this. I can manage this. And I can I'm see supported. The I'm supported. I'm supported in who I am. Exactly. I'm not judged. I'm not criticized. I'm yeah. a bit of a weird freak. And then, you know, as yeah. I say to my normal friends, they go, I just want to be normal. There is no normal. Everybody's a weirdo <laughs> freak, you know? You that think there's normality, you're probably the weirdest of them all. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, who doesn't want an easy life? Yeah, we're, you know, we all want to just rock and roll and cruise and, you know, have fun and have money in the bank while money is our currency. I mean, I truly believe we're moving into consciousness being our new currency, you know, and let's see where that takes us. Um, but yeah, it's, it's exciting times here on earth. And I think the important thing is we all need each other. And I think with that, if, if, if we're able to, to see the earth, the new earth through these, eyes, these new lenses of let's come together, let's end the separation, then we will end the separation within ourselves. But there is also a self-responsibility to do the inner work too. And it's not it's just essential. Of, it's a, it's absolutely it's, essential. We, I think, 100%. this is the old age we're moving out of. We externalize the world, yeah. right? That yeah. is where that was the last masculine, patriarchal. It's this external expression. Yeah. I'm going to go out and fix. And now it's like we all got to go inside, and we got to make that yeah. turn there. Start there. It'll the rest will grow from that place. Yeah. And But you don't have to be on your own with it anymore. There are times where I think you do need to allow yourself to hang out with yourself. I think there is deep-rooted fear, which is so prevalent amongst humanity, of people, individuals, actually being willing and being able 
and wanting to meet themselves. There is a deep fear of people actually meeting themselves intimately, their own self. That's a scary place. It's a No, you're deep- right. The support mechanisms that are there through community, through groups, through all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got a lot of, you know, as I say, this whole new understanding of trauma and how much we're carrying yeah. on a personal level, on an ancestral level, you know, the, just the stuff that is past lives, things that are in us that, yeah, that it, it can be scary to look at that and, and work through that yourself. So yes, yeah. let's, let's support each other humans. Indeed. You know, you're going through the shit and so is everybody else. Well, yeah. you know, really it's yeah, kind of yeah, that understanding that yeah. no one, no one gets out of this easy. It's no one came no. down here with, uh, you know, without their own bag of shit. Welcome. To, <laughs> hi, hi, welcome to human land. Here's your bag of shit that you're going to carry around in your energy field. <laughs> Yeah, because let's face it, we've come here to feel. We've come here to feel. We've come here to feel it all. The good, the bad, the ugly. We've not just come down just to kind of, you know, prance about and just go, oh, that's it. Now I've sort of, you know, danced about on the earth. Now I'm disappearing back up to my my spiritual cave away up in the in the galactics. I thought, Jackie, I thought that's what I was here to do. (laughs) I thought I was. I thought I was on some kind of vacation where I could just come and hang out. You know what? Lately, yeah. I've had this this feeling of like the old Western movies where there was this old gunslinger, but he's like he's retired and he doesn't want to kind of get into trouble anymore, and he's just out on his ranch and he wants yeah. to be left alone. And the new the young heroes show up and they go, "Oh, we got some trouble in town. Can yeah. you help us out?" And he's like, "No, I don't do that anymore. I'm just on my ranch. <laughs> just leave me alone." But yeah. that at the end, there's some big shootout and the old gunslinger kind of like shows up you know and he's got his guns because he he can't resist the fight for justice or whatever it is and i've had a bit of that feeling myself lately where it's like some old light warrior or something like that i was like oh man i thought i was just coming down here to chill out (laughs) i thought i was coming to earth just to like relax and just like kick back i'll have some fun i play guitar i'm just gonna like hang out you know it's like yeah (laughs) <sighs> no, got to get the strap on the light more. armor again, yeah. you know. It's <laughs> like- I, but I think that's such a good point, though, Chris, because I think, um, I think, I think there's room for all of that. That's where we're moving into is the space of, yeah, there is playtime, hanging out, having fun, like we talked about earlier in the conversation. But I think that it has to be alongside with this willingness to... Um, Keep your own expansion, keep your own soul opening up and expanding. But but in 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 in, in the same way, um, let me think of an analogy. Of what's coming through? It's like oh, look, we can we can do it all. That's what we. It does not have to be one or the other anymore. It does not have to be all work, no play, and. Yes, it can be all play, but with a consciousness around it, with a spiritual aspect, a meaning, depth, richness to it. And I mean, I cannot wait to see schools, our education systems across the world, bringing this into the the curriculums, sharing with the kids, the kids sharing with the adults, these um, new earth ways of living and teaching so that our kids are not um waiting 
to play or bolting on 15 minutes playtime at the end of school, but actually their whole school day is creational play. But they are learning too, and they are becoming conscious beings. I mean, they're already conscious beings, but they're, well, they're conscious they humans. Even conscious humans, exactly. But becoming really conscious. Then we're talking a revolution. Then we are. This, this is epic. You know, this is epic. We're we're on to epic (laughs) revolution. Jackie, it has been good to show up and get this stuff straight. You know, strap on the light armor, everybody. It's revolution (laughs) time. We're here for joy. We're here for ease. We're here for, you know, it's it's a wonderful mission that we're that we're here to do. Yeah. Conscious creation through magical play. Bam. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> That's it. That's your new bumper sticker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jackie, connecting people, been... plants, and planet. Uh, connecting us all together. Yeah. Jackie, it's been wonderful. I'm Thanks, glad Chris. you stopped by today. Wonderful chat, and we'll do it again oh, sometime soon. Oh, let's let's play and create again soon. Thanks, Chris. Loved every minute. Thank you. This ain't no festival. This ain't hot yoga, this ain't no fooling around This ain't Vipassana or crystal therapy, I ain't got time for that now Oh yeah, that about sums it up Call that little ditty, Life During Ascension, based on Life During Wartime by the Talking Heads. You might have guessed it. I'm a child of that era, so these are the things that come to me when I decide to spoof a song. But, uh, um, yeah, that's basically where we're at, people. Life During Ascension. It's ripping around there. Big McNuttiest Dimension, thank you to Jackie Lee Faulkner and all she was able to bring today and share in her own experience. Um, There's a lot of richness going on out there, friends. There's a lot of uh, experience. There's a lot of... Um, Because it all comes down to, you know, we might talk about ascension or something, but it all comes down to individual experience. So what experience are you having? You got any comments you want to share? If you're watching on YouTube, throw something down in the comment section. You got any questions about any of this material? I'm happy to answer. You can uh, reach me on um, at McNuttiest on Facebook, on Instagram. If you want to send me an email, yo, that's Y-O-Yo at McNuttiest.com. McNuttiest.com is a website. If you if you want to connect, if you're having any of these experiences, if you want more information, um, check out the links that's in the info of the podcast for some more information. It's a wild and wonderful beautiful experience that's going on on a lot of levels. It's also tumultuous and scary. And it's like, Hey, we chose to be here, people. That's the cool thing about it. It's like being at the Super Bowl. This is where it's going down. This is the most exciting weekend of the year for, you know, football for humans. This is the most exciting 
this place has been in human history for some time. So like, uh, that's why we're here. We're here to ride this way. We're here to get into this craziness and this tumultuousness and all the chaos and, uh, just try to enjoy it as well. I understand how it invokes lots of other emotions within us as well. And there's a lot of that ripping around, but try to, uh, as my friend Ruth always says, just put yourself in the love bubble and then just like, you can just float above it all. So good luck, everybody getting in your own love bubble, just float above it. At the bottom, at the base of it all is love in this whole universe, in our whole experience. That is the foundation of it all. I'm Chris McNutt. Thanks for checking out the McNuttiest Dimension. We'll catch you next time. McNuttiest.